everyone, I'm your host Martin, and welcome to the Uncircumcised Podcast, episode 13. Tonight, I'm going to be coming to you all via ChatSeevePT. It's an incredible new software that I installed into Seaver, programmed for my responses, and hot dogs can be a fun source of calcium if you eat enough. I'm currently tied up this evening with a prior engagement, so essentially, ChatCVPT will be taking my place. Um, we are joined tonight by Ben and Jay, who are also going to be replaced with ChatCVPT in lesser roles, because essentially I program the service to have more input because of me for... Uh, I had more sample of a, a sample pool to draw from on myself. Uh, Jay and Ben filled out a basic questionnaire after watching the Creator Clash, which I did not see, <laughs> because uh, essentially I was, uh, let's say, preoccupied with a last-minute trip to uh, Las Vegas. But I'm not allowed to talk about that or anything to leave here. You know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, what did you think of the Creator Clash this year? Shit, Martin, why you come to me, come in so hot to me after that? I mean, I mean, you didn't even introduce Seaver. You didn't mention him at all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Seaver, but I thought I covered that with chat CPT stuff. Obviously, Seaver's here. He's the one talking, but anyways, Ben, what did you think of the fights? Okay, well, first off, goddammit, we're talking about the creator clash tonight. Martin, you just kind of glanced over that little tidbit of information, everybody. It's the Uncircumcised Podcast, episode 13. We're talking about the Creator Clash. But as things go, you know, nothing ever goes right. So I was running a little bit late behind, and I decided I was going to bring some pizza with me. Uh, Whenever we watched WrestleMania, we had some good Godfather's pizza, so I was going to get some of that before we came. Uh, and I was coming in right at the 6 o'clock buzzer, because we all agreed to be here at 6 o'clock. And the pizza, going to take 30 more minutes to get done. So I started to get a little bit of stressed out. Text, text Seaver, told him everything be alright. You know, I figured the worst fights would end up yeah, front-loaded, you know, you know how fights go. But then Seaver texts back. Suddenly, uh, apparently these fights started at four. So I started hoping they'd rush the pizza. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, everything said six. I swear to God, it said the start time was six. But it was in California or some shit. Uh, uh, Martin came over to drop off this stuff and upload the chat CVPT software to me. I log on to thecreatorclash.com. And I see a fight has already started. It was fucking bullshit. So I log on to my email. 4 o'clock to 7 central time. It was fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't know. So. I start stressing out. Thing that I missed fucking two hours of a pay-per-view I bought. And that I was only going to have an hour more left. I was starting to get pissed off, and then I realized uh, the fight that I started watching whenever you were here, Martin, was uh, the second fight, so I didn't miss much in the first fight. 
So whenever we go over that, I won't have a whole lot to say. But, you know, boom, without warning. I'd missed the opening of the whole damn thing. Yeah, and then I had a bunch of shit happen, and so I was running late too, but Seaver said everybody was late. Yeah, Jay, it wasn't a big deal, dude. We were all all fucked today. It, it was a travesty, man. But, you know, uh, yeah, so I Ben show up and the fights are already going on and some little guy's getting his head knocked in. That ended up being, uh, shit, Seaver, can you tell me who that was? Let me pull it up, man. Uh, oh, that was Chris Raygun. Yeah, so Chris Raygun, he's sitting there just getting his head whomped on by William Haynes. Uh, Seaver, can you tell us about them? I, I, I didn't really see a lot of what they were saying about those guys. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about this. So, the Chris Raygun fella, he's like five foot four. He was a very short fella, and the William Haynes guy that he was fighting was five foot ten. This guy apparently had dropped 30 or more pounds in the last three weeks because he was a last second fill in for Froggy Fresh who used to go by Krispy Kreme. He had a lot of YouTube fame back in the day for goofy songs like I'm the Baddest and things. So uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts sued him, yada, yada, yada. He had to change his name, so he picked Froggy Fresh. Well, Froggy Fresh was going to fight Chris Raygun. Froggy Fresh was going around promoting this event. He was great making fun songs, everybody was having a good time. Well, he ended up making a little joke about Idub's wife, saying that if he ended up losing his fight, he would subscribe to Anissa's OnlyFans. And that apparently was a big no-no. He had also been training with Sam Hyde, and uh, Idub's' mother-in-law ended up getting involved and talking trash to Froggy Fresh for some reason. So he responded in kind and jokingly told them to get Anissa's mom and send her home. They kicked him off the whole damn card, kicked him off the event and threatened to sue him for $15,000 for training if he talked shit about it. So the event already had a big cloud hanging over it in my eyes because Idubs had turned into such a little bitch over this. And uh, he just looked really awful. Hang on, guys. My cat's trying to jump up here and come outside. Come on, Halo. You can come out here. Don't jump on the laptop or nothing. Uh, so, this William... Uh, let me see here. William Haynes dropped weight, came in, eradicated Chris Raygun... Uh, gloriously, I was so happy. I don't know this Chris Raygun guy, but I feel like whoever took Froggy Fresh's place needed to really get in there and kick some ass to, you know, uh, 
do him justice, and and that happened. So I was happy to see that, and I was hoping to see Idubs get pretty beat up by the end too, because I kind of wanted my money back after the whole getting rid of Froggy Fresh, because I was really excited to see that guy fight. He was a great hype man, had a lot going for him. Uh, apparently, the first fight was Jack Manic. Manifold versus Dakota Olave, and I don't know who either of those are. And in the highlights, it looks like uh, Jack Manifold won. So th the other fella had blue hair, got beat up. Uh, Chris Raygun got beat the hell up. He was beating that little fella's head like a speed bag. It was ridiculous. I believe there was a stoppage. Um. Since nobody else saw it, uh, the next fight after that was Jay LaRay versus Sab Abelina Sabrina. I'm not familiar with Jay LaRay. I am not familiar with is going to be a recurring theme throughout tonight while I'm describing these fighters and telling you about the fights. So Jay LaRay, who I am not familiar with, was fighting Abelina Sabrina. Abelina Sabrina, you may know from Gus Johnson videos and being his girlfriend and uh, also doing other YouTube videos that I don't believe quite had the same traction as Gus. I could be wrong. Uh, that's just a different crowd that I'm not in tune with that uh, audience. So maybe she's great over there. Maybe she's not. I don't know. They had a lot of drama. I won't go into it. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Don't know who Jayla Ray is, but quite happy to see Abelina Sabrina lose her fight. She got beat up. She was a stunning 5'2", 115 pounds versus Jayla Ray's 5'2", 115 pounds. I believe it went five rounds, went to decision. Abelina Sabrina didn't put up too much of a fight. Jayla Ray didn't do too much fighting. It, Jayla Ray pretty much beat her up, but it wasn't anything bad. Uh, she, no black eyes, no uh, blood that I can remember. Not on the outside. The next fight was Dad versus AB from the H3 podcast. Last year... Dad came out and obliterated Matt Watson in, uh, I believe, 16 seconds. Because Matt Watson did no training and Dad did nothing but training. This year, he's fighting AB from the H3 podcast, who's a lot bigger and uh, probably can hold his own quite a bit better than Matt Watson. So what happened in that fight? AB got some good shots in. Dad started looking a little fatigued somehow, even though he does 12-hour dance streams. Still, really good action uh, from both guys. AB started coming for the head, so Dad went in low and started firing bombs on his ribs. And uh, it kind of looked like it could have went either way after the first round, but turns out, those bombs that Dad was throwing on AB's ribs were just a little bit too much, and they cracked harder than Ethan Klein under uh, just a little bit of pressure. 
so dad was very victorious in his round decisively and blew the hell up after the fight super excited called out uh the entirety of the wwe and specifically seth rollins um he said that he was very tight with the whole crew really had a lot of fun with it really loved it love seeing dad love nathan barnett hope the wwf does something with him and that uh he kicks seth rollins and his little ass um and so the next fight Oh, the Chris Reagan fight. That's when everybody came in. Uh, I think Jay got here before Myth's... No, Myth's fight. We have Marisha Ray and Haley Sharp, I think, was next. Or was it these Andrea Boat? Guys, not a lot of these fights were great, right? They were kind of forgettable. Yeah, I'd say that, you know... Some of them were good. I mean that that one that one little uh, you call it kept saying yodeling something. Yeah, yeah, yodeling Haley. She fought last year. She did really good. Uh, she lost her fight to Just a Minx, but the little bit she's a scrapper. You could tell she actually liked boxing. That she trained seriously about it. Uh, she came in here tonight and fought Marisha Ray from uh, Critical Role. I guess she plays D and D. Needs to keep it in the basement. She got fucking mopped tonight. Made to look a fool. Beat her so bad her lips look like Simpson's mouth at the end of the fight. Made her look something silly. Just this little innocent girl. Doesn't look like she do nothing. Came out there and tore a hole in Marisha Ray's face. Marisha Ray coming in at five foot six, one forty pounds. And uh, Haley Sharp coming in, yodeling Haley at a five foot eight and one forty pounds. Haley beat the shit out of her, and the post-fight interview, they asked what, how she felt, and she said, "I want Krispy Kreme." So, if they do another greater clash, God forbid they do. Uh, fuck I dubs. Uh, I wonder if they will have uh, Haley Sharp come back. To defend her uh, win uh, since she brought up Krispy Kreme. That'll be interesting. I kind of don't think she will, but we'll see. Yeah, I thought they put on a good fight. She she did real good. Sticking, bobbing, weaving. Uh, we had uh, Aaron Hansen versus Jarvis Johnson. Didn't expect much out of that after Aaron got smeared by... Uh, Epic Mealtime, Harley Morenstein. Aaron ended up pulling it out of nowhere on Jarvis Johnson. Aaron coming in at six foot two, two hundred plus pounds. Jarvis at six foot one, two hundred plus pounds. Aaron, uh, I was getting up to take my dog out and kind of blinked, and apparently he came over and pop, 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 knocked him down one. Um. Had Alana Pierce versus Mika Midget. Um, I I think the Midget won. The five foot nine Mika Midget. She came out. Uh, she had the leather jacket on, like Akira. Yeah, yeah. She she was Akira, and uh, the other chick 
the other chick was uh came out as God of War. Yeah, that's when I got here. Yeah, yeah, Jay, you got here whenever they were doing the God of War fight. That's right. Uh, yeah, Mika ended up bobbing and weaving and knocked her down pretty good. And uh, Alana ended up losing. So, uh, guys, um, uh, you're just doing recaps of the fights, right? Uh, Martin, what the fuck else do you expect us to do? You're having chat save PT write this whole damn thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, essentially, I thought maybe you guys would th throw in some jokes or something. We're doing all we can, Martin. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, we'll move along. So, uh, Alana Pierce got beat the hell up. Uh, this little fella that looked like a ninja. Crank Gameplays. Uh, he was in, uh, Anus Anus and he fought uh, Leonhardt uh, Leonhardt came out here with like the guy that sings the Pokemon theme song like the actual guy Justin Pierce yeah yeah Justin Pierce that was the name on his shirt Yep, and I looked it up, and it was the Pokemon guy. Yeah, he looked like some kind of weird Guido Predator. It was very strange. But anyways, he came out there doing the Pokemon song. Apparently, he used to be... A, uh, the the Hart guy used to be a lawyer, but he quit to open up Pokemon cards on YouTube. And then he ended up hiring the actual Pokemon guy to bring him out of the ring. So, I mean, respect for that. He didn't just get a hack. He he put in the time and the money. Uh, and then he was fighting the anus guy. Uh, crank gameplays. 5'8", 155. Leonhardt, 5'10", 155. So, Leonhardt had the uh, advantage on him by reach, obviously, a little bit here. I don't remember this one a whole lot, but... Uh, the crank gameplays had 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 a ridiculous entrance too. I think he he might have come out there with Power Rangers, or was that somebody else? Either way, uh, the uh, the honest anus uh, he beat Leonhardt. Uh, he uh, I think the the ref stopped that one maybe too. Um, then we had Hundar versus Myth. Hundar is from a uh, Muscle Party. He fought AB from the HB H3 podcast last year and won um, in a not great fight. Uh, keep in mind again, these guys are not great fighters. They're just they're just YouTubers out here doing this for charity and getting paid handsomely, mind you. Uh, but so Hundar was fighting Myth. Hundar looks mean. He's not. He's he's a goofy fella, but I mean he lifts weights. He's in shape, and this myth guy, I, I guess he's a streamer too. Both these fellas are five eight, one eleven. Myth came out here and pretty much just beat the hell out of Hundar, and they had a stoppage. I saw uh, some behind the scenes after stuff posted on Twitter. Apparently, Hundar ripped his bicep. His arm looked. Pretty 
pretty nasty. So his biceps snapped in the middle of that fight and they had to call a stoppage after he was getting beat up. So he kind of got saved by the arm snappage. Uh, not saved by the bell. There was a pop and a drop, but it was his whole fucking arm. Then we're coming up to the two main event fights after this. I know this... Oh, wait. Yeah, this seems a little rushed because... In the middle of everything, we had some goofy guys run out here. A fellow with a mustache named Churdleys, apparently. They were doing some weird comedy skit. And then uh, some fellas run down to the ring holding a like 15-foot-long selfie stick. It was, it, I mean, they were all being goofy and retarded. Like, intentionally retarded. And, uh... Just acting really silly and causing a ruckus and really throwing the whole vibe of the show off. And I believe Ben... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to go down there and I wanted to kick that red-headed fella with the selfie stick's ass. <clears throat> but lo and behold, who came out there and stopped it? Yeah. Crash Bandicoot. You guessed it. Uh, everybody's first guess as to who was going to come stop these weirdos. Crash Bandicoot himself started walking out. And, and I said, who's that? And I said, Crash Bandicoot, obviously. And that got a pretty good laugh. Uh, that went over well. And then Crash Bandicoot came out here and he's stopping these retards. He's giving them big boots. He's running around talking trash. So then Blake, the ginger retard, literally grabs some Elmer's glue, eats it like he's going to be Popeye, charges it, Crash Bandicoot, bam, kicks him with a big boot. Uh, they go into the ring, have some scuffles. Crash does uh, another big boot. We thought he was going to go for a leg drop. He did not. Uh... He chases the retards around, beats them up, rushes them off. That was a good, I don't know, five or six minutes, seven minutes. Yeah, it filled time up pretty good. <clears throat> I don't remember what fight that was in between, though. Um, damn. It was weird, but I liked it. I liked seeing Crash Bandicoot out there. It... It really brought everything a, a weird vibe, but a good vibe. Uh, but then we had the sub-main event. Harley Morenstein, the six foot six, 200 plus pounds, YouTube original OG from 10, 15 years ago, Epic Meal Time, versus former... WWE World Heavyweight Champion Johnny Nitro Morrison Hennigan coming in at 6 feet tall and 200 plus pounds. So Harley has gotten in incredible shape over the last year or two and uh, I really thought that he's going to come in here and put up a Pretty good fight. Last year, whenever he fought the Game Grumps, Aaron guy that uh, won his... Did, did I mention Aaron won his fight? I kind of glossed over... Yeah, Aaron won his fight. But uh, he got beat last year by Harley pretty decisively, but uh, 
Harley was fighting like an old man. It was weird. Well, this year, he's going up against a pro wrestler who we've never seen box, so we don't know. And he's got the height advantage on him, six inches. Uh, this should could be pretty one-sided if he lands some bombs. But, man, John Morrison, or Johnny Nitro, uh, John Randall Hennigan comes in here with uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes out first. And then on the internet, they said that uh, L.A. Knight, Karrion Cross, uh, a few of his wrestling buddies also walked down to the ring with him. Didn't have a, as nearly as hyper-dramatic entrance as he would have in the WWE, but it was a good entrance. It was fun. And uh, then Harley's coming out doing this whole snake from Metal Gear Solid shtick. He looks pretty damn intimidating with his seven and a half foot long neck. But he gets in the ring and the bell goes and Johnny Nitro just comes out there throwing heat. Knocks this son of a bitch clear out of the ring. And then Harley gets back up. He's pissed off. He's ready to go. And just gets beat the hell up. I, I think it might have went to round two. But Johnny Nitro just mopped the floor with this big bastard. It 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 was pretty embarrassing for Harley. Uh, he probably should never fight again. And Johnny Nitro. Man, he... He called out the Paul brothers. Yeah, he he was he he said Logan just got beat. He said that uh, Jake got beat, so he didn't want them. So he called out KSI. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, he'll probably just beat the shit out of KSI too. Loved seeing John Johnny Nitro hand hand somebody their ass. Uh, Andrea Boats and Michelle Kerr, uh they fought their little hearts out. I, I don't remember who won. Uh, then we come to Alex Wasabi versus I-Dubs. Uh, Alex Wasabi is 5'11", 168. He's coming off a win against uh, maybe KSI's little brother. And simp-ass I-Dubs going up against Alex Wasabi. Uh, I-Dubs is a six foot one, 168 pounds, has a little bit of height advantage, but no weight advantage. Uh, coming in fresh off a defeat last year at the Creator Clash to Dr. Mike. I-Dubs, you may know, uh, from YouTube fame, making the content cop videos, Kickstarter crap, uh, bad unboxing, Old YouTube legend making videos with Filthy Frank. Really a cool, uh, silly weirdo. And he just got beat the hell up and cried. Literally cried after his fight. Uh, I know he's, he's worked hard to try to change his image, but my God, how it fell apart before this creator clash too. With this whole froggy fresh stuff and just being such a simp. I tell you, he he took his wife's last name. Uh, you know, do whatever you like. It was It's just kind of weird in the whole situation. 
and then this froggy fresh thing happened he had a lot of weight on his shoulders and he choked and he choked fucking hard he got beat the hell up his forehead looked like a neanderthal when he was done and he cried uh alex wasabi was gracious and saying you know i won um i'm gonna go on fight other people uh and then he's like, everybody, let's give it up to iDubs for putting on this whole thing because Alex Wasabi's going to go on to do whatever he's going to do when iDubs is not going to go anywhere after two stunning losses. If he wants the creator clash to go on anymore, he needs to stay the fuck out of it. Uh, Man, somebody who won their fight called out Young Elderberry from Pay Money Webby's crew. One of these girls that won their fight did. Uh, so that should be funny. And good. Because Young Elderberry will be goofy about it with Webby, and Webby will get excited. Uh, but back to Idubs. Man, what a fall from grace. Well, the Alex Wasabi fella, he. He's like, everybody give it up for iDubs. He's probably going to quit, but we want him to have one more fight, don't we? And everybody's cheering him on, and iDubs is crying, and he says, if you say so, I guess I'll do it. Like, I think he thought Alex was like, let's do a rematch, but, like, Alex is like, no. Pfft, fuck you, iDubs. I'm going to move on to other things. And iDubs is crying, and his, his, uh, his husband, Anissa, is consoling him, and... It was just a shit show. And then the after show with Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. God bless them. They did their best to make sense of that. But it seemed like everybody just went home. Idubs went in the back, started crying, gave up on everything. Uh, they were doing their best to look at the notes and then recap things. Because, I mean, I guess that's their job, talking on YouTube. Commentating, filling in the gaps. Uh, the commentary on the show, speaking of commentating, I know I'm a little bit all over the place, but uh, the commentary was terrible because they they could have been doing they could have been saying good stuff, but you couldn't fucking hear them. The sound was awful, and uh, Markiplier and Jacksepticeye even brought that up. They said, "Boy, the commentary team really fell apart tonight. You couldn't hear a fucking word they said," and they were kind of joking on everybody. They they really, last year was a, a smashing success. This year was just smashing. Ugh. Standouts of the night, hands down. Uh, Yodeling Haley, Johnny Nitro, uh, Dad's Hypeness, Crash Bandicoot. Who would have ever thought? Um... It was, it was just a good time. At times. But Idubs himself really ruined it all. And I will not buy the next one. Because I don't trust him. Uh, boo to Idubs. Boo, boo, boo. And I guess that was the Creator Clash. Number two. <coughs> well, um, ha, ha, 
have anybody of you been watching anything else recently? I have not that I can think of. Uh, you guys talk for a second amongst yourselves, and then maybe I can think of if I have seen anything. Well, uh, we we all um, uh, essentially we were going to talk about uh, behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Leslie Vernon, right? Yeah. Well, well, guys, I I want to talk about that when everybody's here. Um, I I I really liked that movie a lot. I got a lot to say about it. Uh, you liked it a lot. I yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, I I kind of didn't like the first half, but I liked the second half. You keep that opinion for when we talk about it all together, guys. I I, I do want to talk about that one all together. But oh, uh, the uh, the penguin trailer for the HBO Max show came out today. I couldn't really care less about the penguin. I hated that Batman movie. I I. The penguin was kind of cool in it with his chase scene and stuff, but I I don't want to give that uh, don't want to give that any of my time. Uh, I did watch the trailer. Looked like a uh, typical boring stuff. I watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Did any of you guys watch that? Oh yeah, I I, I thought about it. I haven't watched it yet though. Okay, I guess I can wait to talk about that one too then um let me look through here and see what else has come out i i know i've watched something i watched a few things uh man i uh shit i watched uh adam sandler's new netflix murder mystery 2 what a steaming piece of shit that was. I mean, the first one was pretty good. I liked the story. I liked most of the things about it. But this one was just boring. Uh, Adam Sandler's jokes fell flat. Nobody seemed to care about anything that was going on. The second the guy showed up that was the villain that did it, I was like, that guy's the fucking villain that did it. He's the bad guy in everything he's in. Then they tried to throw a shitty swerve in there where... God, and then he still turned out to be the guy that did it. It, it was dreadful. Uh, I said that about the Goats movie, but uh, this was dreadful in a different kind of way. It it was, ugh, it was hard to it was hard to get through the the other movie. The other movie was hard to get through because it was boring. This one wasn't boring. I mean, you were watching it but it was just ugh ugh I, I felt dirtier watching it than I did the killer goats and, and it, I ugh please don't watch it please don't watch it uh, murder mystery on Netflix murder mystery 2 is I will say my least favorite Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen and I know for some people that's probably saying I didn't like it. I, I liked. I would rather watch Jack and Jill than Murder Mystery Two again. It sucked that bad. Um. Did any of you guys watch it? 
Yeah, I thought it was okay. Oh, God damn it. Oh, motherfuckers. Uh, boo. I am sure this is probably the worst episode of the Uncircumcised Podcast. So, you can blame Seaver for that. And partially chat Save PT, even though I program that. But, you know, uh, just for my parts. And my parts weren't bad. My parts were essentially the best part of the show. Um, as for me, the guy that did all the damn work trying to do this, uh, sorry if I didn't do that great. Tried to recap it. Just, it's 4.44 in the morning. How about that? The witching hour, man. Uh, so... I think we're going to cut it short tonight, fellas, um, and maybe get back with you, hopefully, with Leslie Vernon and Behind the Mask in uh, next week's episode when we are all officially back together for, let me, episode, th episode 13 of the Uncircumcised Podcast. And if you have any recommendations on things you'd like to to hear us talk about on the show, feel free to email me, Martin, at the uncircumcised podcast at gmail.com and we will take take your recommendations into account and we will uh, probably not listen to them, but we will read them. Uh, I will I will let you all talk amongst yourselves before I let it go in case you got anything else to say. I'll say fuck Mondays for sure. For sure. Well, I don't really have the same opinion on Mondays as you because, you know, Sunday's my Monday, so I'm like, fuck Sundays. Yeah, but most people... I'll be honest with you, most people are like, fuck Mondays, because Monday's Monday. Not everybody's shit's fucked like yours. Okay, well, fuck the first day of the week, then. Can we agree on that? I think we can agree on that. The first day of the week is the worst day of the week. But it... Does anybody have anything to say other than that? Because, I mean... Anybody got a hot take? What about that gay shit that they threw in there uh, before I-Dubs' fight? Oh, the uh, the American singing? That was really funny. Funny? Like how? I was, well, I mean, obviously it was a goof. It was a troll. You know, uh, the gays got married, you know, Trevor Moore, man. Uh, it was there to piss people off. Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, a lot of shit was there just to piss people off and push buttons. I'm a fan of that. I thought it was great. Uh, the the One of the cowboys that was up there singing was uh, Matt Watson that got beat, beat by dad in 16 seconds. So he showed up to be a good sport, sing the national anthem all silly. 
It wasn't as good as Airsoft Fatty last year, but it was pretty good. Fuck Mondays. Yeah, 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 we got the fuck Mondays part, but uh, maybe Crash Bandicoot will show up in, in the Leslie Vernon movie. No. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty funny if he did, though. We'll see. We'll see. All right, but Kiefer Sutherland is, uh, he's got a new show on Paramount Plus, uh, The Rabbit Hole. Uh, I hear that's pretty good. Uh, next week we'll talk about that on the Kiefer Sutherland podcast. Yeah, well, no. Should we save that for episode 24? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we'll save Rabbit Hole for episode 24. Uh, until then, I'm signing off for episode 13 of the Uncircumcised Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Martin. And I'm Jay. And I'm Ben. And I am Seaver. And uh, I am Chat Sieve PT. Uh, we've enjoyed uh, shooting the shit collectively tonight. Um, I think, I think this might have made more sense if I just called you guys instead of having you text me all these things. Uh, it was kind of hard to compile them, but I, I more or less just, to be honest with you, read the group chat tonight. Um, because while we were watching the event together, we were also just texting each other this stuff because the event went a lot longer than anybody planned. And uh, we could tell that by about 11.45, uh, around 11.45, when the third fight had been finished uh, and A.B.'s rib broke, um, we knew we were, we were in for some shit. The fights just finished about probably 4.20, so everybody rushed out of here real quick before I started recording. Um, but thankfully, we were able to compile all of this in these text messages. Um, I, I appreciate everybody's time. And if you got this far, God bless you. Um, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, the Uncircumcised Podcast, for all of your contributions to the show. If it wasn't for you, this wouldn't happen. We wouldn't be here. So thank you, Uncircumcised Podcast. Uh, and, and thank you to the listener. Uh, it, it's because of you that, uh, you know, you're out there listening, but it's, it's not because of you that we do this. We do this, we do this to have fun and entertain ourselves. Uh, if you got entertained a listener in the meantime, f far out, man, uh, you, you probably didn't. But for the, uh, I think, 13th time, we are going to sign off for the Uncircumcised podcast. Uh, Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen did pretty good as Donkey Kong. You save that shit, you fucker. You fucking save it. Email me at theuncircumcisedpodcast at gmail.com and we'll uh, throw your recommendations right in the trash. <laughs>